I want to thank Governor Evers today for recognizing the significance of Pride Month by raising the flag over our beautiful capital as a symbol of support to Wisconsin's LGBTQ plus community. I'd also like to thank the governor for including equality provisions in his budget this year. Gender neutral marriage language, domestic partner benefits, and gender identity non-discrimination language. Having an ally in the governor's office is no small thing, and today's proclamation, flag raising and equality budget inclusions illustrate just why. I am honored to serve as the chair of the Small But Mighty LGBTQ Caucus in the Wisconsin State Legislature. Um, I'd like to, I don't know where they are, I'd love to introduce my, there we are, my caucus members here. <laughs> and on behalf of the Wisconsin LGBTQ Caucus, I wish you a very happy Pride. As you all know, Pride Month celebrates a turning point in the movement for LGBTQ rights when in 1969 the LGBTQ community stood up against police violence after a violent raid on the Stonewall Inn in New York City. Led by a young, brave black trans woman, Marsha Painomine Johnson, the uprising against violence born out of Stonewall riots led a movement built on that spirit of resistance, which we honor today. Gay Pride, as the first march in 1970 was themed, was adopted as an intentional counterpoint to the prevailing attitude of shame. And like the indomitable spirit of those in the movement, Pride persists today. Last year marked the 50th year of celebration, and while June is first and foremost an opportunity to celebrate ourselves, our full selves rather, with pride and joyous celebration, we acknowledge the work that we have to do as a queer community to be more intersectional and broadly mindful of diversity, equity, and inclusion in our community. As many of us witnessed last week at the hearings to exclude transgender girls from participation in youth sports, we know that we still have work to do on LGBTQ equality right here in the state of Wisconsin. I'm happy to tell you that the LGBTQ caucus has been hard at work on a package of bills that you will hear about later, promoting Equality Day of Action on June 16th. But today we stand together to honor, celebrate, and fortify ourselves for that work ahead. And with that, it is my pleasure to introduce our next speaker, Ash. Good morning. My name is Ash. I'm 12 years old. I'm finishing seventh grade. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm a person of color. I'm uh, I'm non-binary, meaning I don't identify as either um, a boy or a girl, uh, which means I use like they them pronouns. So yeah, I realized I was non-binary person because I didn't feel like a girl or a boy. I didn't fit in with either of them, and I wondered why I even considered to be part of them. So I just like looked for myself, and I found that in myself last year. And <laughs> thank you. Um, I've always been curious and like interested in politics and stuff like that. And then I heard about this one bill specifically about like anti-trans people. And it like it was like in Wisconsin, like it would like stop trans women from like competing in sports because they were like 
physically advanced in like some sort of way. And I felt like that was just kind of stupid because like, why? <laughs> they, just, they just want to play with their friends. <laughs> like what if someone like, they were like grouping people like with different kind of like races together and then like they put you in with this certain race because you look like that. I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and so, yeah. I didn't exactly plan on testifying there, but I did, and I did again, and yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And that day, I heard a lot of people with like they didn't understand what it meant to be trans, and they 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 kind of like spoke pretty rudely, in fact, and. <laughs> This one girl specifically, she was upset and went with the bill because she lost a mountain bike race to a trans woman. And I was just like, why? And it was about schools. She's she's already done with college and stuff, so I don't I don't understand. Basically, yeah. Um, basically, uh, hold on. Yeah. Uh. This made me think it was an opportunity to be hurt because, I mean, I was really, I was like really scared. Like I have anxiety and depression and that, so yeah, I was like pretty scared to do this at all. Like I didn't want to do this. Um, I testified basically and I told them like to like get like to not go with like the bills at all because I, it it would affect people around me. It would affect a lot of other people and. It wouldn't affect them positively, in my opinion, because I know what people want, and I experience things. And that brings me here today. Just me, a speck in the world existing here. <sighs> <sighs> And, well, I'm here, I'm still on a journey to be my most authentic self, express myself better. And, like, I know there might be some people like, oh, why are you wearing that? Or, oh, you're, like, like misgendering me or something. <laughs> and basically, yeah. I I think that raising, like, the pride flag, like, it would be like a, it would, it's, it's great. It's a step towards accepting people. And, you know, it's, it's one step, but you know, the more steps we have, the more closer we are to being more accepting of each other and not tearing each other apart over silly things. Right. <laughs> I, I feel like um, anti-trans things and stuff like that, like it's, it, it shouldn't be here anymore. <laughs> I feel like it's just kind of like old. <laughs> like that's something that would go on like a hundred years ago or something. <laughs> and basically, yeah. Um, instead of like <laughs> putting these hundred-year-old bills and trying to apply them to push away trans people and people of color and people of all different races and gender identities and sexualities like to 
Pull them together. They're they're not enemies. They're friends. <laughs> and we need to protect that relationship and bond in people, as well as like people that are having like issues because you know I have issues. We all have issues. Some of them are small. Some obstacles aren't exactly created equally. A lot of them are created equally, but we all have them. And I feel like helping people that need help to help to get rid of those obstacles, go past them. I feel like that would be like we can make laws to like help people with certain obstacles, help them get through it better. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I I feel really grateful. Like, I'm here. I'm just a speck in the universe, and I'm here. <laughs> it happened. It all laid out. <laughs> I don't know how, but I'm here, and I'm really grateful about this. And I feel like if we can continue this path and try to work towards it, maybe we can have a better future for everyone, the kids, <laughs> everyone else in the world. Wow, Ash, that's a hard act to follow, but thank you. And it makes me think of a phrase that I repeat often about, you know, kept saying, I'm just a speck in the universe. But uh, so Margaret Mead, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful and co committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. So thank you. often say that I did not run for the United States Senate to make history. I ran to make a difference. And I'm reminded of that today. Two years ago, in June of 2019, Governor Evers made history in his first year in office by issuing an executive order to raise the pride flag above the state capitol. Even the Harleys agree. Uh, so I remember that day very well because people shared the picture of that flag flying high above our capital by texts and by social media. So many people were taking great pride in knowing that we had a governor who was celebrating our state's diversity and sending a message that Wisconsin was a place that was welcoming and respectful of the LGBTQ community. Governor Evers' leadership was not only making history, he was making a difference. And I ask all of you in joining me to say thank you. Now, that was uh, a moving event, and I'm taking a, a tangent off my remarks to say that earlier this uh, year we had a chance to um, unveil a painting. Um, 
so so many people were moved that uh, somebody did a, a lovely, I think, watercolor uh, painting based on uh, that flag. And we had a number of speakers at that virtual event. And one of them just talked from her heart about what it felt to drive up towards the Capitol, not knowing that it had been displayed and seeing it and feeling seen and heard by her state and by her state government. Anyways, today we join together because we all share a commitment to the idea that with each passing day, with each passing year, Wisconsin should become more equal, not less. As we raise the pride flag again today in recognition of Pride Month, let us remember it's a symbol of fairness about whether LGBTQ Wisconsinites deserve to be treated just like their family members, their friends, and their neighbors. It's about opportunity, about working together to break down barriers so that everyone in Wisconsin has an equal opportunity to dream the same dreams, to chase the same ambitions, and to have the same shot at success. And it's about the ongoing march for freedom, the freedom of full equality for the LGBTQ community. Most of all, it's about whether the progress Wisconsin has made will continue. Today, we ask ourselves if we will live up to our state motto, forward. And today, we come together as one community to answer that question with a resounding yes. Uh, so, thank you again for giving me the opportunity to join all of you today. And now it is my honor to introduce Ren Paul. My name is Ren. I am 12 years old and recently finished sixth grade. I am non-binary and use they, them pronouns, though my pronouns will probably change in the future as I am still learning about who I am. Earlier this year, I learned that my school did not have a gay straight alliance, also known as a GSA. I knew I wanted to connect with other LGBTQ plus kids, so I reached out to the administration to create the GSA. I was met with adversity, but I persisted in my request for the support of my family and some teachers. My story was told around the state, and I believe I will create positive and lasting change at the school. As you know, June is Pride Month. It commemorates the Stonewall Riot and is a month to bring recognition to and support for LGBTQ plus people. Pride Month celebrates and recognizes all the people who have advocated for our rights and those who are doing that now. Affirming LGBTQ plus youth identities is important because according to the Trevor Project, 78% of transgender and non-binary youth reported being discriminated against. The Trevor Project reports that 55% of LGBTQ plus youth experience major depressive symptoms. LGBTQ plus youth suicide rates are cut down by 40% from trans and non-binary youth and by 50% if they have at least one supportive adult in their life. Accepting and supporting LGBTQ plus youth as suicide prevention. Some ways to acknowledge and affirm us are by using our preferred names and pronouns, 
and supporting and loving the LGBTQ plus youth in your life, especially if they don't have at-home support. Assess your own personal biases and learn about LGBTQ plus issues. Show your support by displaying your pronouns and by using LGBTQ plus symbols to show you're an ally or a safe space. Including inclusive languages, <laughs> including inclusive language on documents and in discussions and intervening when you see LGBTQ plus youth being harassed or bullied also makes a significant impact on our mental health. I am very fortunate to have supportive family and friends that love me, and it is because of them that I am able to be here today, advocating for the rights of my extended family, the LGBTQ plus community. I'd like to thank Governor Tony Evers for affirming LGBTQ plus people in Wisconsin by signing the order to fly the pride flag over the Capitol building and other buildings in Wisconsin, and for the opportunity to speak here today. Happy Pride Month. What a beautiful day. What great comments. And thank you, Ren, for the introduction. And thanks both to Ash and Ren for sharing the stories that they told today. So it's a great day, a beautiful day. It's a pleasure to be here with all of you as we kick off Pride Month in Wisconsin. I also want to thank Senator Baldwin, the Legislative LGBTQ Caucus, and the many members of my cabinet for joining us today, along with First Lady Kathy Evers. This is truly a reflection of a commitment from every level and across state agencies to support and protect the LGBTQ community in the state of Wisconsin. My administration recognizes that diversity makes our communities and frankly, our state stronger. That's why my Badger Bounce Back agenda, we included equity initiatives, including a new cabinet position specifically to advance equity across the state, across state agencies, as well as health equity initiatives to ensure we are serving and reaching underserved and disproportionately impacted communities. It also included requiring gender-neutral language and statutes. Unfortunately, all, all were removed by the Republicans on the Joint Finance Committee last month, every single one of them. So in addition to celebrating the resilience and joy of the LGBTQ community, Pride also offers us an opportunity to, to reflect on how the state and our communities can be better allies. And my administration and folks standing up here today with me are committed to making systemic changes that will have a lasting impact on how we serve LGBTQ Wisconsinites, which ensure that every individual, every family, every kid has the opportunity and the resources to thrive. That's why today, in addition to raising the pride flag here at the state capitol for a third year in a row, I'm also signing two additional executive orders to recognize the work we need to do as a state to protect, support, and celebrate all LGBTQ Wisconsinites, especially our kids. I'll be signing an executive order requiring state agencies to review the language used in external documents to reflect gender-neutral language. So that we can be more inclusive and to ensure any time 
anyone is interacting with our state agencies, they are treated with respect. And I'll be signing an executive order that requires the Department of Health Services and the Department of Children and Families and the Department of Corrections to review any and all policies to prohibit the use of state and federal funds for the practice of conversions therapy on our kids. Whether it's child health services, child welfare, or juvenile justice services, I believe in doing what's best for our kids, and I believe in using science and evidence-based practices to do it. Conversion therapy does neither, or either. It's banned in 20 red and blue states from Utah to Maryland, and it's widely opposed by medical and professional community for good reason. Not only is there no recognized evidence on the e efficacy, but it actually does more harm than good. Research shows that conversion therapy negatively impacts our kids' mental and physical health, leads to higher risk of depression and suicide for LGBTQ youth, can affect their relationships with those around them, their education, and future success, and frankly, at the end of the day, Kids are kids. It's our jobs as adults to encourage them to play, learn, and grow, and be themselves, whether they're in the classroom, out in the community, on the court, on the field, or in, on the track. And I very seldom weigh in on bills before they reach my desk, but I can tell you one thing for sure. As governor, I will veto any bill that's going to neg negatively impact our kids, period. <laughs> In fact, these sorts of harmful bills and hateful policies are, quote-unquote, solutions in search of problems that don't exist. They're based on some hypothetical stories about somebody else, someplace else, rather than the evidence right in front of us and the harm they can do to our LGBTQ kids, neighbors, friends, and loved ones. The sort of hateful and divisive rhetoric we've heard in the building behind us has no place in our state and it certainly has no place in our policy making. LGBTQ folks live here too. They're Wisconsinites too. They pay taxes too. They want good schools, good roads, and good health care too. And we sure as heck have a long way to go in the state and, and country in recognizing and respecting those facts. But I know myself and the folks with me here today are committed to doing that work, to protecting, supporting, and celebrating LGBTQ Wisconsinites, especially LGBTQ people of color and our kids, and to building Wisconsin that works for everyone. So with that, So with that, I will now sign Executive Orders 120, 121, and 122.
121. <laughs> Relating to state agency use of general neutral language. And 122 relating to the use of agency administrative funds for services that are harmful to minors. Pride flag not only is a symbol of our state's commitment to celebrating our and supporting our LGBTQ communities, but it's emblematic of the history of the community and the hard-fought battles being seen and heard and to live fully with dignity and respect. It's also a sign of our future, the progress we have yet to make and the more inclusive, more just state we can and will build together. That's why, in addition to raising the flag here at the State Capitol today, my executive order also authorizes the flag to be flown at all of our state-owned buildings and encourages communities across our state and encourages communities all across our state to join us in celebrating pride and the LGBTQ folks that contribute to our state's story every single day. This is what we've been waiting for, folks. Let's raise that rainbow flag and celebrate all the joy, resiliency, and diversity of LGBTQ Wisconsinites. Happy Pride Month, Wisconsin.